The following podcast may contain themes and references not suitable for young people and may also contain themes and references that might be offensive to some listeners. Be advised that no ill will has been intended in recording this episode and it has been done so purely for entertainment purposes. If you have any concerns or complaints about what is discussed in the following episode, please contact us. Listener discretion is advised. It's time to frock up, put on the sequence and say Guten Tag from Kiev as we bring you Australia's only Eurovision podcast, Eurovision! Direct from the Eurovision capital of Australia, Hobart. Now, here's your host, Ben Navratova. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Eurovision, a podcast about Eurovision, it's funny how that works. If you tuned into this thinking it was about cats or something, then you were sorely mistaken because we're back for our second of our three-part special for 27 Eurovision Song Contest. It's so exciting to be back, as we mentioned the other day, after having a year off in 2016. We're feeling nice and comfortable and raring to go as we give you our semi-final recap and our, I guess, final preview as we look ahead to the final in a couple of days' time. But it's exciting to have a pretty much full lineup of this show on uh, on today's episode, except for one person who's in Europe, but we forget about him because he's forgotten about us. Uh, I, I first of all, will uh, welcome back who uh, joined me the other day, and he's back again for another taste of Eurovision. It's, it's the happiest time of year, as we discovered the other year. He loves it more than Christmas. He loves it more than his birthday. It's Jared Lubick. Jared, welcome back. Thank you. You're not wrong. It's it's great to be back, and it's nice to have the semi-final fresh in our minds from this morning. It is. It is. We are we are recording this uh, the night of was this morning. I mean, we didn't the other night when we recorded. We were like, when are the semi-finals? And we clearly are huge fans that we couldn't even work that out. But yes, we're here Friday night. It was Friday morning Australian time. That's how it rolled. But uh, it's also a pleasure to welcome back. He wasn't here for our preview episode, and I don't know if he'll be here for our final episode. But he's at least here for the middle episode. So that's kind of a good thing. Uh, it's Alex Morella. Alex, welcome back. Thanks, Ben. Pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to hear your voice. <laughs> Very good. I did wake up yesterday and think yesterday was the semi-final, so that was awkward searching for about half an hour to realise that hadn't actually happened. So, yeah, good start. When you get up that early in the morning, I, I was kind of the opposite. So when I was, I guess, putting our first episode online, because I could have did it the day after we recorded it, and then I'm seeing all these posts like, make sure you wake up tomorrow at 5am for the first semi. I'm like, oh, shit, that's tomorrow. I thought it was Thursday. So I was kind of on the opposite page. But, uh, yes, we are semi... Oh, I did do that for the first one as well. Mm, mm. Well, we, we're semi-finaled out. We we know our uh, our 26 finalists. We already knew six of them, but at least we know the other 20 that are here and raring to go. I just want to quickly ask you, Alex, because you weren't here for our uh, extended preview episode in kind of in terms of the thoughts of the songs. Did, did you listen to many of these songs before yeah. the, the semis? And, I mean, if you did or if you didn't, I mean, kind of what's your vibe on a lot of the songs heading into uh, Eurovision 2017? Um, I'd listened to probably, I reckon, about half of them, but I'd very much done it as like a learn them just by how they sound rather than the country to try and keep it as, I guess, as kind of objective-free as possible. Um, 
my first thought was a lot of them sounded very similar and it was very <laughs> difficult to kind of find some standouts at times was probably the main thing. And then I kind of came away going, well, there are a lot of songs that I was like, this is all right, but not many when I was like, this is a standout that I really enjoy. So that was probably the main thing. A lot of kind of meh, not a lot of standout. Yeah, I think uh, we're pretty much on the same page as you when we uh, we went along with our thoughts. Uh, Jared, I guess the question I'll ask you is here is, uh, watching the semifinals, did your opinions change on uh, any of the songs? Did any improve? Did any go the opposite direction? Um, things for me stayed fairly similar to how they were heading in. There were a couple that improved a little bit. Nothing that I thought really bombed. I thought the second semifinal was a lot better than the first semifinal, though I felt a lot more awake throughout the entirety of that. <laughs> I think I definitely agree with you there, actually. Um, it definitely had a different vibe to it. I also want to quickly point out, because, I mean, we'll go over to the semifinals. I think we'll kind of go through some of the performances, what we liked, what we didn't like, and then we'll obviously give our predictions and go over the finalists. But uh, we've got to talk, I think, about Miff and Joel. Uh, you know, we, we, we mentioned this the other day. You know, sadly, no Julia and Sam anymore. We're stuck with our newbies. We, we gave our thoughts ahead of them and kind of, I guess, in, ahead of seeing and hearing what they would sound like. Uh, Jared, I've got to ask you, how did, how did you feel? How, how did you feel Miff and Joel went? Uh, I felt the whole thing was depressing. I think... Um, <laughs> You had an expectation that it wasn't going to be as good, but then the reality that, yeah, it really wasn't going to be as good uh, hit home. And I felt that Joel kind of did a better job than Miff, actually. I probably last, laughed twice at things that he said, and I don't think I laughed at anything that Miff said. Um, but overall, like a strike rate, rate of two laughs out of two semifinals is, is not that great. <laughs> Alex, we obviously didn't get your thoughts on the fact that they, you know, no longer uh, Julia and, and Sam. Uh, I mean... First of all, tell us your, your sadness about them not being here, and then what was your take on, on Joel and, and Miff? Well, I love Sam Pang, so I was shattered he wasn't around. Um, but because I watched it mainly on their YouTube stream um, that they put up, I didn't actually have to deal with any commentators, oh. so it was actually quite um, quite normal. Which was So I haven't actually had a chance to actually hear all that. Well, I've heard general distaste and displeasure, <laughs> but um, I haven't actually heard any of it yet. So for me, it's... um. It's been quite nice and quiet watching it. Probably a good thing, because I just want to point out, uh, Miff is just, I think, I was exactly where I was a couple of days with her. She's there. I kind of have no opinion of her either way. She's okay, but she's not brilliant. She's no Julia Zemiro, and she's not terrible either. Joel, what, what's his last name? Creasley or whatever the fuck it is. Creasy. He is... Creasy. Oh, I can't stand him. I'm sorry. I just can't. I can't stand him. He is... He's, to me, one of these comedians who just go over the top with trying to be funny. And he literally lost me the opening moments of the first semifinal when we get introduced to our three hosts and his side joke is, oh, let's celebrate diversity with three white men. And I'm like, oh, great. You're pulling that card. Hilarious. Um, and then it was just like... His jokes just fell so flat. I, I, I don't know how you got two, Jared. I'd like to know what the two ones were that you got those laughs out of. And then this morning, he ripped shit into San Marino. Fuck you, Joel. <laughs> and then he, like, he came out of it like he was all, you know, oh, like, here's San Marino just making up the numbers before, like, trying to claim that he was rooting for them at the end when they were calling out the votes. So, <laughs> I've been waiting all day for that rant, Jared. <laughs> 
You're not wrong. I, I felt bad for San Marino copying that flag. Oh, it was. We'll get to San Marino. I'm so. I'm so sad for them. This is like a travesty. It's such a travesty. I don't want to watch this anymore. Done. No more. No more San Marino. Uh, actually, just we mentioned the hosts. We didn't even talk about them the other day, Jared. Uh, I'm going to butcher their names. We have Alexander Skitchko, Voldemir Ostapchuk, and Timur Miroshninchenko. Uh, great guys. Um, how was that? For, did, I, did I nail those three? Um, but I mean, did you do you see the hosts, Alex? At least instead of getting the commentary, do you get any sort of uh, you know take of them, or did you just not see them at all? Yeah. No. Yeah, you get them the entire time. They do their entire broadcast. You see when they cross to the to the little uh, green rooms and all that. So you do get all that part of it, which is really nice. Um, they were what okay. Yeah. Seem to be decent at their job. The the bit they did this morning at the start was a little bit hilarious and cool when they played instruments, <laughs> but that was um that was about the end of it for me to be honest. The guy in the green room I thought added nothing. I liked I liked their closing this morning. I think I, I wrote a bit down when it's like he's been over excited, he's been over emotional, and he's been whatever the other one, Timor or whatever it was. I don't know what, which one they did that with. Uh, Jared, I mean they're very. They're just Eurovision, aren't they, Jared? That's just kind of the way I describe them. I mean, they kind of all are the same every year, right? <laughs> they are. My f- my favourite moment, I think, is I love that the guy who hosts the green room, he seems to be so far above it. You can just tell that when they were discussing what they were going to do, it was like, you two can make all the jokes and do all the funny stuff in between. And he's like, I'm not stooping to that level. I'm only interviewing people in the green room. And he does that terribly because that, interview with i think it was germany where he's like stand up and let us see how long your legs are was so cringeworthy and terrible um but eurovision loved it what did he do with isaiah the other day he's going like and here is australia do you have anything to say <laughs> like i think i would just talk about how he was 17 oh. and like just that he was a baby and that was I, I can't even remember after that. Hmm. I mean, just actually just on that, while we're on Australia, um, any thoughts on their entry this year, Alex? Their entry, our entry. Um, I, I'm on the page. I just want to punch him in the face because he's just one of those pretty boys that I don't like, But uh, and I don't like the song, but that's just me. Uh, Jared wants to punch him too. We all want to punch him. Maybe you don't. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've said in the past, there are some people who perform at Eurovision who just have really punchable <laughs> faces, and they're just one of those people you want to do. There was a kid, I think it was bad watching I junior Eurovision years ago. There was an <laughs> Armenian kid. I just really wanted to hit in the face. And I felt really bad about it. But at the same time, he just deserved it. Oh. And then he won. Um, but, um, but yes, sorry, different. Bad tangent. That's why we don't do Euro, I, junior Eurovision people, because we just want to punch kids, and that's not appropriate. <laughs> uh, um, I don't particularly enjoy the song. I don't particularly enjoy the fact he's competing for us. And I don't particularly enjoy the fact Australia gets no say in the matter. Yeah, well, exactly. I agree. Uh, we kind of worked out the other day we sort of do because generally whoever wins the X Factor or the voice gets to go on it. So technically... Well, if you win the voice, apparently you get to go on for Denmark. And so. let, let's be honest, I think we just need to adopt that as the Australian song because, I mean, look, it's it's better than ours. Uh, it's still not brilliant, but, I mean, it's a lot better. And uh, Anya Nielsen is a lot better to look at. Definitely don't want to punch her in the face. Anya. Anya, was it? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Aussie Anya. We'll be, we'll be claiming that very quickly. Um... Yeah, it's it's interesting how we're now good friends at news.com.au. Their headline is, Two both Aussies make the final. Um, so, kind of as Jared and I, we talked the other day, didn't we, about the fact that if Denmark win it, we're going to claim it, aren't we? <laughs> yep. 
Um, who else has punchable faces? I, I think we've worked at Spain. I want to punch Spain in the face because he's just a knob. And I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad kind of they're kind of at the moment the least favourite. They look like their favourite to get last. Um, and the, the Bulgarian little shit. Um, I didn't, yes. didn't realise that he was like emo little teenage boy. Um, he's also seventeen. So apparently, we just want to punch seventeen-year-olds. Uh, this is this is the thing, Jared. You you I think mentioned the other day that you at least watched these. I I hadn't watched any of the clips. I didn't even mention that on the show the other day. I hadn't watched any of these except for Isaiah Knobface. So like all of you know, seeing these people live today, this is my first take on them. Yeah, it just makes you angry and more annoyed <laughs> when you when you see them perform live and the and the cheesy smiles and the playing up to the camera. Um, yeah, the, the rage just grows throughout. And let's be honest, this year in terms of sort of a lot of these songs sounding the same, the performances. I think sixty percent of them was just let's stand on the stage by ourselves. Um, there was no nothing else with it, and it also seems to be the year of let's put a giant video screen of ourselves in the background, also moving our lips to the song. Like, what is with that, Jared? I don't know if you noticed that, but like, it seemed every artist had to put themselves on the projection behind themselves as well. Yeah, it's like they were concerned that oh no, my performance is so distracting with me. He's standing here doing nothing that I'll just make sure my face is on the screen as well. So if the camera cuts away from me. For a second, you can still see me at all times. <laughs> yes. Alex, I don't know if you kind of noticed that too. It's, it's the year of the projections behind the people. A little bit, yeah. And also the kind of long dresses that kind of still give that little bit of kind of wind and <laughs> appeal so that they look like they're doing something super dramatic when, when they're really not. And there's not a, was it, is it just me? Was there hardly any use of the wind machine? What happened to the wind machine this year? Like, can they not afford wind in Ukraine? Like, what what's going on there? Um, <laughs> I'm so angry about this, um, particularly with so many people standing on the stage and just doing nothing. Uh, did you notice, Jared, actually, with the SBS one, talking about, you know, our dear friend, the host, moron Joel and OK Miff, um, the, they were, all the technical issues they were having on, was it Wednesday? Like, they just, I think, has the SBS paid the bills or something over there? What's going on with the Ukraine? <laughs> Yeah, that was probably actually my favourite part when they're having technical issues and you couldn't hear them. And um, <laughs> I don't know, do you do you call it a technical issue if it makes the show better? Yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm with Alex. I think I, I think I might need to watch a YouTube feed on Sunday morning. I don't know if I can stomach Joel. I'm like, look, let's be honest too with Miff. Like, again, she's just there. Like, you know, we miss drunk Julia flirting with all the guys. <laughs> like, what's going on? Um, I, I think we just need to start this petition. Like, not only do we need to choose our, our you know, artists, we need to choose our hosts. Um, because if, if we win it, I know we kind of get to, I think, designate a country that will host it. But do we get to then actually host host it? So do Australians, are we the three, you know, Ukrainian guys? Is that, Jared, do you know if that's the case? We get to send hosts? I would assume so. I think it would be, it would be weird if you just gave all controls of a different country. I think it's just an excuse to keep it within Europe, but then I'd say that we'd kind of organise how it went about. I think, look, I think we should get to host it because, you know, they say it's a time difference and also, I guess, the flights and everything, but, like, they would host it at 5 o'clock in the morning. People would still go to that. Like, you have it at the Sydney Opera House or, I don't know, Rod Laver Arena or something like that. We're all going to go there at 5 o'clock in the morning, aren't we? We don't care. Exactly. We get up and watch it. So, you know, it's, I guess they just don't have the money there in Eurovision world, whatever the company is that runs it. Um, just going over some of those. So, that was semi-final one, I guess, in terms of just the performance. We're not going to go through all of these. Well, we might just briefly touch on them. So, 
Um, I mean, just briefly, so Sweden, yeah, I think that was kind of what I was expecting. Um, you know, uh, Mr. Mr. Bengtsson or whatever his name is, very attractive Swedish man with his Swedish posse behind him, great. Uh, the Georgian song, which I believe I didn't even know, was apparently she based it on a James Bond song. Uh, she wouldn't say which one. Uh, I kind of got a lot of Skyfall vibes out of that <laughs> as soon as I heard that. Uh, we had Australia, yay. Uh, we, I mean, let's talk about Isaiah. Why not? Alex, what, what do you at least think of his performance? Because was, there was a moment there where he really stuffed up one of his lyrics or he stuffed something up because even he tweeted out afterwards saying, like, hey, my bad, sorry about that. But look, I have to say it. Not only is this song shit, the performance is shit. Like, bring back Demi's Cube. Like, you know, Demi Im's Cube from last year. Like, at least she had a prop. He's just standing there with his stupid hair and face you want to punch and giant picture of himself on the screen behind him. I mean, yeah, it didn't add anything. I think it actually, by looking at the betting odds, it made it, you know, least likely to win. So, Alex, did, did Isaiah's Don't Come Easy live performance do anything for you? Um, No, and all the naff fireworks and things that flew around at the back as well certainly added to more of a, you know, I'm the winner rather than anything's really happening of note. But um, I don't know. Like, I feel like even when they played the clips for like Australian radio and that of him, like they seemed to pick a bit where I swear he stuffed up the notes mm. and it just did not seem right. Maybe he's just shit. And <laughs> we just... Like, I can't just assume that. Jared, anything to add on him? Yeah, uh, it definitely didn't come easy. <laughs> um, everything, everything about it is just wrong. Like, apart from stuffing up, which annoyed me because I felt like there were acts that deserve to go through more considering that he stuffed up but the fact he's walking on that turntable thing but going like what's the point going nowhere and then what he's wearing that massive trench coat and the whole like no socks thing it's just weird (laughs) it's everything about it is wrong like whoever staged this is an idiot quite frankly (laughs) i blame joel creasley why not um yeah it's it's really bad like when we're trashing our own entry so much it's like it's kind of Australian, though, isn't it? <laughs> we, work, we get so excited that we get a fun, oh, yeah, we're in Eurovision. It's like, guys, Sebastian, this song's pretty cool. And last year, it's like, the song's okay, but everyone else really likes it. So, yeah, go, Dammy. And this year, it's like, oh, fuck, who's that? And he's shit. So, <laughs> go, go, Denmark. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, what else we got? Uh, Albania, I've written here, Sexy Dark Graveyard. Um... I, I didn't mind that one. I was sad that didn't make it. Belgium, eh, it was okay. Montenegro. I thought, it was, I, I thought Belgium was putrid. I hated it with a passion. It's the thing with Belgium, we talked about this the other day, like it's a real fan favourite. Like the fans love it. Um, betting odds not, yeah, I just, you know, I just, I mean, I think it kind of grew me slightly, but like, again, it's still not one that I'm like, oh yeah, go Belgium. Like it's just, meh. I think, yeah, I think live it was just really bad. Like you could barely hear it. Well, yeah, I, I agree. This was, like, the opposite for me. Like, beforehand, it was okay, and then I thought the live performance was, like, really boring. Well, the one here that I was about to get to, Montenegro, I love this song. I think Space, and I'm so sad it didn't <laughs> make out, but I think that live performance took it down a notch, like, because he wasn't, like, brilliant live. I mean, look, let's be honest. He was amazing with his ponytail and spinning it around and kind of, you know, all of that sort of stuff added to it, but just live performing, Slavko... I think he let himself down there with that. So, um, oh, look, Jared, Jared, that was very Eurovision, wasn't it? Spinning the ponytail around. It was. Who doesn't want a helicopter braid <laughs> in the final? I mean, <laughs> I would like to see the results. of. I'm so excited for when the results get released to see how this did 
in like televoting for each country because I hope that Australia. I know I voted for this, and I hope that Australia voted for this like the highest they possibly could. Oh, it was it was good. It was. I'm so sad we didn't get to vote for San Marino. We'll get to them. Uh, so Finland. Um, yeah, that was a pretty blame song anyway. So you know whatever. Uh, I said boring dark Adele. Cool. Um, Azerbaijan. That's when we had like the chalkboard, wasn't it? And there was a horse guy and a head and on a ladder. <laughs> what the fuck was going on there, Alex? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> just reading my notes I, here. I'm not sure. Yeah, I can't remember exactly. I do remember the chalkboard and the kind of interesting movements, but the main point is I remember it as a as a fun song and it differentiated itself. So I'm, I'm all right with that. It was a skill, you know. That was good. Uh, Port. We're going to talk about Portugal. Uh, look, that has shot up the betting odds, and yeah, that performance. That guy. Uh, what's his name? Salvador Sobral. Like. So much about that song that I just think has shot that up. That was that was a song you needed to see live, I feel. And I've written here he was a twitchy hobbit, but he's still, like, endearing. I don't know, like, I mean, that was kind of the one I said, Jared, the other day. Like, it's a song I shouldn't like, but I kind of do. I mean, it's a, it's a boring song, but it's a sweet, nice little song, you know? I don't know, like, did anything change to you with Portugal, Jared? I just thought it was really good. I think... This is one of those instances where the staging worked and the fact that he was a little bit awkward and kind of the hand movements went with the song and, and, and kind of made him more endearing throughout it, if that's possible. I agree. I agree. Alex, did you kind of have anything to think of that before and change your opinion when you when you saw him before it live? Um, I don't know. I, I think I was a bit like he was, I really don't didn't know what to think of it as I was watching it. I was like, I, I think this is good and nice but i really don't know how to feel about it as i was watching it so i think i kind of going that was nice but i think i probably didn't have as big a reaction as a lot of others did for it to go so high in the betting at the moment it's, it's ridiculous we'll get to that betting because i mean we were talking about this the other day about how far ahead italy was like italy was just so far ahead in the betting it was almost like a who's going to get second but after these semis it, it's just ridiculous how much they've closed down particularly with portugal but again we'll touch on that greece i fucking loved this song beforehand i love it afterwards i mean hello she is uh, beautiful and um, she had the Damien Cube as well. Uh, and we had lots of happy Greeks and buff Greeks in water. Can't go wrong with that. Um, <laughs> always like a good buff Greek person. Um, Poland, we had the wind machine. It was a boring song. Uh, Moldova, oh my God. Jared, did we not get the Saxman comeback? Sunstroke Project. I played this on, uh, on my radio show today here in Hobart. I just fucking love this song. Uh, I mean, seriously... The sax has got to go viral again, doesn't he? Oh, definitely. This was perfect. And the fact that it came, like, they were so lucky that their order was after Poland because potentially the most boring song of, of the semifinal. Then we get the most interesting song, the most upbeat song. Like, they got really lucky with the draw, and I just thought they, they pulled it off really well. Oh, just Alex, were you aware that this was the... I, did, I didn't realise this until Jared pointed out on the show the other day, that this was the, the saxophone guy that went viral a few years ago with Eurovision? I did not even realise, and to be honest, I remember I was working and I looked across and suddenly I saw the saxophone go down, so I was just like, oh my God, that, that's just so Eurovision, that's just so brilliant. <laughs> oh, it's amazing, and the way we had the wedding dresses and the bouquets and just, oh, so good. I'm so glad it made it through. We're going to get to the other ones, obviously, that made it through. I'm not skipping all over these. Um, Iceland, I think that this was one of these ones that, like, I liked it. A lot more seeing it live, and not just because it was a clear case of boobs I've written here, um, but the wind machine for Iceland was there, and oh, it was good. Uh, yeah, Czech Republic, no way in hell was that even coming close to making it. That was, I still think, the worst song this year, of even worse than Spain. 
Oh, maybe we'll get to Spain. But, um, yeah, not even want to comment on that. Cyprus, um, he was like, he was the one, wasn't he, walking on the weird lines and all these buffly sexy men pushing shadows or whatever the hell. It was a weird one, but, hey, it got through. Um, Armenia. uh, Oh, I liked Armenia. Uh, <laughs> really sexy plat girl. Uh, um, the and she, that's the one that has like all the um, like the the jewelry, the bling, wasn't it? And there was just that was a that was a unique performance, Armenia. I'm I'm trying to kind of remember that one. Jared, help me out here. Do you remember that one much, or am I just speaking shit here? I just remember her hair mm. because, and the, like the plaits and stuff, and and all the this one had all the um arm movements if i'm not mistaken the kind of synchronized arm movements yep 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 yep, you're right uh alex i don't know if you remember much of uh of armenia it was quite forgettable for me i cannot remember most of it okay much like the country uh no offense to armenians listening uh slovenia can i just point out slovenia i don't know if either of you know who i'm talking about when i say ryan corsa that guy is ryan corsa that is definitely like he's Google him. That is the same guy. It was a shit song. <laughs> there was, what, floating I, boxes, but... I, I enjoyed the song. I kind of argued it was, like, half theatre performance, though, half, like, Disney Prince going on an adventure. Like, it didn't <laughs> quite have a Eurovision feel to it. <laughs> well, I don't know. Prince is going on adventures. It's, it's a bit Eurovision. Um, and, oh, look, I was so sad. The Latvian performance, how good was it? And I loved sexy Latvian cat ear girl. Um, there was neon lights and it was just very, just, oh, it was good, but it didn't make it. Uh, Latvia was robbed. Um, what else have I written here? Oh, we got some previews and we got, oh, we heard 1944 again. Yay, wasn't that fantastic? So, uh, semi-final one, our finalists from that, we're making it through Moldova, Azerbaijan, Greece, Sweden, Portugal, Poland, Armenia, Australia, Cyprus, and Belgium. So missing out Albania, Czech Republic, Finland, Georgia, Iceland, Latvia, Montenegro, and Slovenia. So on our predictions on that one, uh, both Jared and I got eight each. So we were equal, equal footing there. So, um, I just looking here, who made it that we, I've got, I've got these in a weird order, but anyway, we got each got two wrong and we got eight right. It's a pretty, pretty decent one there, Jared. I feel we did all right with that one. Yeah, that's it. That's a good batting average. That's, that's doing well. I mean, we, second semifinal is a bit of a different story, but, but this one, I felt like it went fairly, um, on the books as was predicted. Yep. Yep, definitely. Um, and so, Alex, basically, I guess, with our predictions, you didn't put any in, but, like, so we're getting a point each for one correct. And so when we do our predictions for the final, we will get a point for whoever's closest and two points if you get an 100% correct. So you've still got plenty of opportunity well, to catch say, up. I, 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 did, I did do my own beforehand, if you uh, want, if you believe me. Well, look, if, but, you, um, if you're going to be honest with us, I think we can. But what do you think, Jared? Shall we believe him? I mean, this is Eurovision. They bend the rules all the time, so I, I think it's only fair. <laughs> all right, come on, come on. Hit, right, us, hit, us, hit us here, Alex. What, what have you got? So I've, got, I've got seven, so you guys already beat me in that regard. Um, so I had going through that didn't. I had Latvia, Slovenia, and Montenegro. Okay. And I, did, and I didn't have Belgium, Portugal, and Armenia. All righty. Okay. Well, well, we'll we'll believe you there. Okay, so seven. All right. Uh, so, semi-final two, that was this morning, obviously Australian time. Um, so, we started off with Serbia. I've written here Rhonda Birchmore. Um, she, she seriously looked like Rhonda Birchmore. Uh, white dress again. I said, needs more wind machine. 
and there was like a running man on the stage. Am I am I thinking of the right one? Um, I don't know why I've written running man here. Obviously, there was somewhere. Um, Austria, uh, I've written here pretty boy on the moon. Uh, so <laughs> that's, that's all that sums up Austria. Um, Macedonia, I liked Macedonia. Uh, I've written here yes, please. <laughs> oh God, it's, I'm so sad. Um, projections on screen. She's taking that. Well, look, you know, she wants to dance alone. Um, and she... Yeah, and you could see why, too. Yeah, well, she was alone on the stage <laughs> as well, so... <laughs> Malta, I've written, is this Serbia yawn projection of themselves again needs more wind machine? <laughs> so, I don't know what I've done. Romania, oh, God, well, this lived up to billing too, didn't it, Jared? I mean, come on, this is Yodel It. We had, oh, hello, Yodel Girl. I definitely like Romanian yodelers. Um, she sounded a bit off key, I thought, at the beginning, but then we had cannons. Um, we had some like 1990s clip art text on the screen saying yodel it. Um, but Jared, this was awesome. I love this. This was great. It was very Romania. They never play it safe, they're always kind of over the top. Although I did think that, um, the guy got outwrapped by the singer from Hungary. I think there was a rap battle. Hungary was, was probably winning that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Alex, you've got to love Yodel It. Come on. Yes, it was incredible. I, I thought it was amazing. I'm so... I love that so much. I did think it sounded a little bit like just the song and the Yodel It together sounded tiny, like the Scripps Hall of Fame, but just, like, replacing kind of, you know, the yeah. dramatic chorus with Yodeling instead, which which also be a cool outcome. So I thought that was good. There's a there's a mashup that somebody needs to do. <laughs> Standing in the Hall of Fame, Yodley, Yodley, Yodley. <laughs> Um, the Dutch, yeah, I mean, look, they're very attractive women. I'm not going to deny it, but the song, eh, it's nothing special. Three women on stage singing, great. Hungry, oh my goodness, this song was a lot more awesome live. This is so much better than Boggy. Um, the man bun, uh, he sounds amazing live. He's playing a jug. What the fuck is that thing? Um, there's another guy on the Portugal stage with a violin. There's flames. Uh, there's a sexy Hungarian dancer, and we should really have pointed this out the other day, Jared. Is this the mumbling song? I don't know if he's actually speaking Hungarian when he's singing the main bit, because he's like, <laughs> like, is he actually speaking at that point? We'll never know. I think I would have loved to see some kind of subtitles at that point in time. Now, Alex, you were, of course, involved with uh, us two years ago. Hashtag better than Boggy. Uh, Hungary really have uh, pulled out the stops. I think they've listened to us. They, we took a year off, but they've still taken a couple of years to improve themselves and make us forget Boggy because this jo- jockey puppy or whatever his name is, he's brilliant. I wanted Boggy back. Oh, get jo- off. <laughs> Go on. Go away. <laughs> Uh, um, I don't know. I thought it was okay. I think I was one of those, like, I, I don't even know how. It was another one of those ones, yeah, I just wasn't sure how to react to half of it. <laughs> but it was um, but it was entertaining. <laughs> I just got stuck in my head now. Uh, Australia's second entry, uh, the better one, Anya Nielsen. Uh, she's alone on stage. She's a very attractive red dress. We had sparks. That was nice. Um, still better than, hashtag better than Isaiah. Uh, <laughs> not that hard. Ireland. I joked the other day that this was a woman singing. Sounded even more like a woman singing live. Uh, <laughs> that was boring. He's on a hot air balloon. I mean, what the hell? How, Jared, how have Ireland won this the most? Like, come on. <laughs> um, 
I, people just were obsessed with them. Obviously, Ireland could perform well with an orchestra, and since that's gone out the window, so have their chances of winning. Oh, just, like, what is... No, just Jared. I mean, Ireland, was it, like... Was it just me who kind of noticed with him kind of when he walked off the end, he's just like, thank you, everyone, in a normal voice again. And I was like, what the hell did you just sing? And then you just kind of <laughs> normal at the end again. Bring back Jedward. Come on, they never let you down, Ireland. You haven't you haven't qualified for the final since, well, I mean, Ryan Dolan did after Jedward, but, I mean, Jesus Christ. Um, and you notice when they did all the, the voting, he was the one that looked the most like he was the sooky one. They kept cutting to his face, and he looked like he was about to cry. And he's about 12, isn't he? So, you know, go back to mummy. Yeah. Was it because he had the team Brendan banners that just looks so uh, <laughs> just so terrible? You can, I think, I think it's just a case of Ireland got so sick of winning in the nineties. They won it what three years in a row, and there was that documentary about how they just basically had to send someone shit because they just couldn't afford to host it anymore. So now Ireland is so scarred from the nineties. They're like, let's just send the shit people. Oh, Brendan Murray, sure, he's good, and he's all like, oh, I'm so excited. I can't do Irish accents. That what was that accent? I don't know what that was, but. <laughs> I'm going to compete in Eurovision. That's, yeah, just don't. Don't do accents. Um, Oh, the tragedy of Eurovision for 2017. San Marino. What's going on here, people? It was such a good performance. So good. I mean, the guy, what did we talk about the other day? This Jimmy Wilson, the Barack Barack Obama musical. Mm. He looks like Barack Obama. Um, I can see why he was cast for it. Um, Oh. God. And I've written here, this is what Joel, fucking Joel said, making up the numbers here for a good time, not a long time. Fuck you, Joel. Like, you don't say that and then in the end pretend to root for them, you wanker. Um, That's what we're hoping um, is the case with him hosting as yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs> Bang. That is how you do it. Well done, Jared. Uh, Alex, come on now, San Marino, this is a travesty. How did they not make the final? Uh, I do not know. I very much enjoyed it over some of the other acts. So I thought it was... a. Uh, very rough, and I very much enjoyed Jimmy Wilson as an addition to uh, San Marino. And if Australia wins, I would very much like us to host it in San yes. Marino. Yes, population thirty five thousand, as we learnt today. You know, that's that's like way less than Hobart. So I mean, come on, Jared. I mean, Valentina, she was always on song. I mean, she looks amazing, doesn't she? She'll be back next year, of course. But you know, <laughs> I yeah, surely they're on fire. I thought. There was no possible way they could have got more out of this song. Like, they took this song to the highest level they possibly could. To be frank, it was kind of a crummy song. But, like, (laughs) they nailed it. You couldn't do better than this. You could make anybody else perform this, and they couldn't do it as well. So, hats off to San Marino, because... It was incredible. And let's be honest, out of all the acts that were just by themselves on stage, like, they nailed it. They didn't need fire. They didn't need clip art text or horse-headed men on ladders. You know, like, did you notice that none of the performers this year really kind of went the uh, the Sweden route from a couple of years ago, like Russia did last year, interacted with the, uh, I mean, there was a few sort of, but, you know, we don't have little boy stick figures on bricks this year, do we? So, um, I just thought that would be the trend that everybody does every year, but there you go. Um, Croatia, my goodness. You know, the other day, Jared, when we talked about this song. I honestly thought this was two different people. I thought it was like somebody doing opera and then it was like a different person doing the other bits. It's the same guy! (laughs) I thought the same thing. This guy is amazing because the best thing about this is not only is it the same guy, I swear he's got split personality because when he's doing the opera, he turns like to one camera, but when he's doing sort of the non-opera, he turns to another camera. Like, if you could choose a winner based purely on awesomeness, this guy should win. Like, 
And the song actually is, you're my friend. <laughs> did you know this, Jared? Did you know this was one guy? I did because he he didn't get to do it in the here, but he was he's the one with the glasses in his in his That's official right, clip. That's right. That. right. If he sings off, if he sings opera, he wears his glasses. But when he <laughs> sings pop, he's got to take them on because he has to kind of tone it down a bit. Oh, Alex, this I don't know. I just I just can't get over how amazing this song was, and I love Jacques Houdek. He's awesome. Yes, as I, I, this was one I had listened to beforehand, and it did not click to me at all that it was one person. So when I started watching it, it was very much a good double take on what was going on, but but it was great to watch. And I do love, actually, we haven't really talked about sort of the little preview videos that we get, because they're always so kind of like, you know, whatever. I love this one where you're kind of like, here he is, walking down the streets there in Croatia, and all these little kids come up to him for his autograph, and he's all like, hey, kids! You know, signing autographs. <laughs> Oh, those videos are amazing. Uh, Norway. I actually thought Norway's song was a lot better live. I didn't sort of go too much on their song. You know, it was kind of okay. But uh, I liked it. I've written here Norwegian Daft Punk because we had like a little guy on the guitar was like wearing a helmet or something like that, wasn't he? Um, yeah, I didn't mind. I mean, Jared, did you... I don't know. What, I can't remember what you said about Norway the other day, but I thought it was better live. Yeah, I thought it was good. I'm glad that he toned down the Thunderbird's arms <laughs> so it wasn't as awkward. Um, but yeah, I thought it was good. I, I love Colander Mask Man. Um, <laughs> I would like to see a mask on the main singer as well. I think they need a little bit more unity throughout the act. Right. Alex, anything to add on Norway just while we're on the topic? No, I agreed. I thought it was a good performance live. Um, don't know if they're going to go great, but it, it was a good performance. They at least, they at least made it through. Uh, yeah, Switzerland, uh, that was kind of one of these ones that I think was shitter uh, live. Yeah. Um, I've written he needs more drum machine. <laughs> yeah, nothing special. Very Swiss, as we said the other day. Uh, Belarus, how about that? We had the hovercraft boat. Uh, we had Padme mixed with Princess Leia. Uh, this was our kind of band that we said sounded a lot like Paramore, but it's I've written here, sounds like Hayley Williams, looks like Ella Hooper. Uh, and that was, that was an interesting one live, you know, the boat with the fog and sure. Uh, <laughs> Alex, anything to add on Navi Band? Well, I didn't rate it much going into it, but it was certainly uh, enjoyable to watch what they were getting up to. So you got, you got to give props to that. I mean, a lot of years where people weren't doing anything interesting. Jared, the, the hovercraft boat, and that was kind of cool. Yeah, I think if you have a bad song, the key is to cover it with your props on stage. And <laughs> this was definitely the, the kind of shock uh, of the semi-final making it through, I think. There you go, Australia. Listen to Jared Lubick. When you've got a shit song, do props on stage. That's why Damien did so well last year. It was a cube. It wasn't the song. Um, went fireworks. Yeah, well, props. well, true. Bulgaria, that seemed to be the one that everybody loved this one. That's jumped up a lot too. Pretty boy emo douche that I want to punch in the face. Um, he just stood on the stage and did shit. Good for him. Uh, Lithuania, our, our happy people from the other day, Jared. Um, I've like, yeah, they didn't smile. Like, as you said the other day, the audience didn't smile. Well, they weren't smiling. Um, there was that random heart on the stream. I mean, I didn't mind it live. It was kind of sad I didn't make it through. But, um, yeah, Jared, I need to see that other video because they just don't smile, do they? They don't. They they definitely need to learn how to do that. It's just it's weird. It's not like it's a sad song either. It's kind of upbeat but not, no facial expression. Alex, do you know any Lithuanians? Not personally. Okay, I was going to say, do you know if they smile or not? Uh, Uh, Apologies, I don't. Hello to our Lithuanians. I hope we can make you smile. Uh, (laughs) Estonia. This is the Days of Our Lives song. (laughs) I love that. I didn't even... I forgot there was like another guy who comes out singing. But you got this woman singing and every time they seem to cut to this guy, he's got a dramatic head turn to the camera. Like, he's not even singing anything. (laughs) And he's 
just like, <laughs> like it's just so emotional. Um, but then they were too happy. Like, and they that's why they didn't matter. This is the opposite of Lithuania. Like, everyone's happy in Estonia, and they're grumpy in Lithuania. Um, and then, oh my goodness, Israel, save the best for last. Like, this is just the golden boy vibes. Um, Imri, Mr. Happy and Mr. Attractive. Everybody loved him. And he's, what is it with the Israelis? They've got the backup dancers too. Uh, I've written nothing the most here for him. Fire going up, the dancers just... Oh, come on, Jared. Israel, that surely has to vault into higher places after that performance. Yeah, this was definitely a lot better than I thought it would be going in. Although, halfway through, I remembered the... um kind of flail dance move from Golden Boy, and I really miss that. <laughs> yeah, we miss we miss Navi. Uh, Alex, anything to add on Israel? Sorry, now I'm just singing Golden Boy in my head. Like, I've just lost it, sorry. We're closing, we're closing this episode with Golden Boy. We haven't heard it in long, people, so we need to close it with <laughs> Golden Boy. Um, so making it through, we had Bulgaria, Belarus, Croatia, Hungary, Denmark, Israel, Romania, Norway, Netherlands, and Austria made it through. Um, so missing out, Estonia, Macedonia, Ireland, Lithuania, Malta, San Marino, um, Serbia, and Switzerland. Uh, Jared, we didn't do as well this time around. We both got six. Uh, so we're both very much even, but uh, yeah, we're a bit more disappointing on this one, I feel. Yeah, this was a, like a, a bloodbath of a semi-final because you just didn't know what way it was going to go. And when there was one spot left and kind of Estonia was still there, I thought they've got it for sure because I'm, they were fairly high in the odds and I thought they did well and I really wanted to see the guy again because he was so in love with himself and it was hilarious because there was no chemistry between them. Um, but yeah, like this could have just gone any way, the semi-final. Yeah, yeah. Uh... Alex, what was your score here, if we still trust you? I, <laughs> I I got a seven in this one as well. So I missed out. I thought Serbia would get through. Mm-hmm. I thought San Marino would get through. Oh. And I thought Switzerland would get through. Okay. Um, and then uh, I missed Belarus, Bulgaria, and Hungary. Okay. Right. There we go. So we're all on 14. How's that for um, even Stevens going into the final? Uh, now, we're going to get to the finalists, and I want to go through our ratings and our rankings and our chances here, but let's just quickly look at the betting odds here because they've definitely changed a lot since... Uh, they changed in, like, the 20 minutes I looked at this before and now it's back to what it is. It's so hard to keep track of. It is. It is. I'm just looking... First of all, I'm looking at sportsbet.com.au. So Italy's still yeah, favourite. Portugal's shortened, so Italy's at two dollars thirty-eight. Portugal's at three dollars and eight. Wow, that is that is definitely closed. Uh, but I was here about. I reckon I was here an hour ago, and I think Netherlands were about thirty-one, and now they're one hundred and twenty-one. They have. Well, they've dropped off. Um, Australia's dropped down even further too. I think I since I last looked at this. Um, so the top three in sports bet: we've got Italy, Portugal, and Bulgaria. They're the only ones under ten dollars. Uh, according to that, the least favourite Spain. Oh, I love seeing that there. $401. That is a shit song. Uh, Germany, though, 211 Come on. That, to me, is still the, the one that's going to get last. I've got that dead smack at 26 uh, I think they're being a bit... Uh, like, they've got Israel, the same as Germany. Fuck you, sports bet. They <laughs> have Greece at 261 I really want to get on it. Greece, that's a great song. Uh, <laughs> wow. France at $67. UK at 35, sixth favourite? Do people at Sportsbet watch Eurovision? <laughs> uh, but meanwhile, at Eurovisionworld.com, this kind of, I think, analyses all the betting agencies. So this one kind of... I mean, it's a lot of these. I shouldn't be going saying it's any better. A lot of this is very similar. 
So I guess I'll just go through. This is the order in terms of last to first that EurovisionWorld.com are giving. So this isn't my rankings in any of ours. This is just EurovisionWorld.com. So they've got from 26th to 1st, Spain last. Uh, look, I haven't picked it at being last, but I, that would make me very happy because it is a terrible song and that guy deserves to get multiply punched in the face. Uh, Ukraine, the host, 25th. Cyprus at 24. Poland, 23. Greece, 22. Come on. Belarus at 21. Austria, 20. Norway at 19. Israel at 18. Germany, 17. Hungary at 16. No. Uh, Australia, we've dropped down to 15th. Let's be honest, we're going to have our worst finish ever at Eurovision and none of us really care. So, um, Azerbaijan at 14. Denmark, well, we'll get 13th. Netherlands at 12th. Moldova, 11th. Put them higher. Come on. France at 10, Armenia 9, Croatia 8, Romania at 7, United Kingdom at 6. Get out of here. That is ridiculous. If they get a top 10, I don't even know what I'll do. Sweden at 5. We didn't really talk much about Swedes. They're always there. Belgium at 4. They've dropped down a bit. Bulgaria, though, at 3. Portugal at 2. Italy at 1. Bet365 is even shorter odds in sports bet. So they've got Italy at 225, while Portugal is at 287. So um, I said the real dark horse the other day was Romania, but uh, I mean, they've dropped down a bit. So, wow, they're interesting. Let's get to our own ranking. So let's let's do this from 26 to 1st. Let's keep the tension going here, folks. Uh, let's start with you, Alex. Who have you got finishing in dead last? Belgium. Just because I don't like it at all. So that's just because mainly because I, I don't like it. That's kind of where that's coming from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I assume they'll actually finish top 10 looking at everything else, but I just couldn't put it any higher. Look, as I find, you've kind of got to go sometimes for the obscure choices because, like, you've got to get points. Again, our point system will be whoever gets closest will get a point, and that will be either, you know, above or below. Uh, and if, say, both of us are too off, we'll both get a point. But, or three of us, there's more, than, uh, there's more than two of us here, Ben. But if you get it exact, so if they do finish 26, you will get two points. So there you go. All right, Jared, who have you got coming last? I've put the song least deserving of making it out of the semifinals, and to me, that was Austria. Austria. Austria, yeah, it's a pretty rubbish song. I've got uh, Germany coming dead last. Still, I haven't budged from my initial opinion the other day. But uh, anyway, all right, 25th. Let's go with you, Jared, first. Who's second last? Spain. Spain. <laughs> yeah, I've got Spain at 25th too. I'll just jump in there and join oh, you there. Yeah. <laughs> Alex? So do I. Well, yep, Spain. All right, we're, we're, a tri- we're a trifecta of the Spaniards. There we go. Who's at 24th, Alex? I put Hungary down there. I just didn't think they'd get the same kind of responses <laughs> they were. Wow, okay. Jared? I have put the UK. <laughs> Make me happy to see that. Uh, I have gotten uh, Ukraine uh, coming the hosts. To me, they will get uh, 24th. So there we go. All right. Uh, 23rd position. I'll jump in here and say I've got Poland at 23rd. Alex, who have you got? Um, I actually have Bulgaria down here before I even looked at any odds. So <laughs> I know everyone else in Europe must think differently to I do is all do, I've got. Do you want to switch it or are you happy to keep that? Um, yeah, all right, yeah, let's switch it. Okay, let's switch it, all right. right. So take you move out, it up. move Poland down there. So, you're gonna take you're gonna go with me, Poland 23rd, all right, Jared. Yeah, it's another three. Oh, all right, okay, triple, well. triple the poles as well. Okay, uh, 22nd, who have you got, Jared? Uh, Belarus, Belarus at 22nd, Alex. 
Orcs. I had Belarus as well. <laughs> well, I don't have Belarus. I have Cyprus at 22nd. So there you go. 21st, I have Belarus. There you go. <laughs> so close. Uh, Alex, who have you got at 21st? I've got Armenia. Armenia. Perfect. Let me find that. Right, the right one in the box. You can give me a type in here on our little document. Jared, who have you got at 21st? I have the star to the sequel for Split, which is Croatia. <laughs> Alrighty, where have I got Croatia there? I can't even find them on my list of that. All right, 21st. Okay, so we are now into the top 20 at 20th position. Who have you got, Mr. Lubeek? France. France. Oh, that would be good. Don't talk about them and we don't need to. Uh, Alex, <laughs> 20th. I had... I had Ukraine at 20. The Ukraine. Alrighty. I have gotten the UK. Did I say that? Well, I'm saying it again now. The UK. 20th. Uh, Alright. 19th, Alex. Uh, Australia. Australia. <laughs> Isn't it sad that we just don't care if we finish that low? Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, might, we might experience the UK factor and just get, you know, nothing and be down the bottom. Jared, who's 19th? Cyprus. Cyprus. See you, Cyprus. I have gotten Greece. I love the song, but uh, don't know if it's getting much love out there, sadly. Uh, 18th, I've got Austria. Alex, who have you got? I've got Cyprus at 18th. Cyprus, so they're out of the park now for all of us. Uh, Jared, who have you got? Germany. 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 Das ist nicht so gut. Nicht. I can't speak German, Ben. Uh, 17th. Uh, 18th, sorry. I've... No, yeah, 18th, Jared. 17th, isn't no, it? No, 17th, you're right, yeah. sorry, yes, apologies. <laughs> Thank you. You should host this, I don't know what I'm talking about. Jared, 17th, yes. Greece. Greece. Uh, I, did I say Austria? Yeah, I did say Austria, that's my, my 18th. Uh, 17th, Greece. Uh, Alex, who have you got? France. France. Le Français. I have gotten Australia at 17th. So, there you go. Uh, 16th, Alex? Germany. Germany. Gerard. Ukraine. Ukraine. So we're all gotten rid of a few of these ones. I have gotten France at 16th. 15th, I'll jump in and say I've gotten Norway. Uh, Jared. Australia. Australia. They're gone. See ya. See ya, Isaiah. Fuck off. Uh, and Alex. I've got Israel. Oh, poor Israel. Hey, look, you know, got to go somewhere. Uh, did I say I've got Norway? Yes, I did say that already. 14th position. Who have we got, Alex? I've got Austria in, for Austria in 14th. Austria. Jared? Armenia. Armenia. And I have gotten our second Australian entry of Denmark. 14th. Azerbaijan, I have it 13th. Who do you have, Alex? I've got Denmark there. Denmark and Jared. The Netherlands. The Netherlands. All righty. Uh, this is very fun podcasting. I know everyone's thrilled that they're listening to us basically type in numbers, but hey, cool. What else could you do on a Friday night or whenever you're listening to us? Uh, 12th position, Alex. Netherlands. Netherlands. Jared. Uh, Blanche the Boar from Belgium. <laughs> Blanche the Boar. Love it. Uh, I've got Armenia at 12th. Uh, 11th position, please, Jared. Norway. Norway. Alex. I've got Greece. Greece. I'd love them to finish that high. That would be awesome. I, I have... I'm hoping for a bit of a 
Well, look, you've got to hope. Everyone's going to have a positive thought every now and then. I've got Croatia at 11th. Uh, now the top 10. Here we go. This is where it all gets interesting. Who have we got at 10th, Alex Morella? I have Norway. Norway. Jared Lubick. Israel. You are the same as me. I also have Israel at 10th. That's it. Golden Boy was 9th, wasn't it, from memory? So, uh... Similar, similar page. Robbed still. Hashtag, you know, Navi was robbed. Mm. So we're playing it at the end of this episode. Uh, speaking of robbed, Boggy wasn't robbed, uh, but I've got Hungary at ninth. <laughs> I'd like Hungary to finish higher than that. Uh, Alex, where, where have you got at ninth? I've got the UK at ninth. Oh, come on. <laughs> You're just following, it's gonna be close. You're just following the betting. They, they would have a national holiday in the UK. They haven't had a top 10 in, like, I, since we've all been alive. <laughs> yeah, I had it before. There, before I looked at betting, which was was strange because, yeah, I don't know. I decided it needed to go higher for some look, reason. Look, I don't let's know why be honest. We can't lose to the UK yeah. in Eurovision. Okay, this is one thing that you know we can't lose to the UK in anything. But come on, Eurovision, we've got better music, sort of. I mean, maybe not. I mean, look, Isaiah's shit, but I would still say it's probably <laughs> better than the UK song. So, <laughs> um, uh, Jared, did I ask you your ninth? No, I don't think I did. Uh, what's your ninth? Moldova. Moldova. Oh, God, we want that higher, but okay, that's fine. Um, I said Hungary. Yes, that's all right. Uh, eighth. Who's eighth, Jared? Hungary. All righty. Alex? Sweden. Sweden. The Swedes, the perennial champions of uh, Eurovision. They're always up there. So the UK just needs to get a Swedish person. Then perhaps they'll do well. Um, I have got Moldova at eighth. Seventh position, Alex? I've got Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan. Jared? Romania. Oh, God, that would be sad that it's not higher, but it's still pretty high. Uh, I've got Netherlands in at seventh. Uh, Sixth position, please, Jared. Azerbaijan. There we go. And Alex? Croatia. Croatia. Thank you. I have gotten Sweden at sixth. Uh, Fifth position, please, Alex? Uh, Bulgaria. The Bulgarian Bulgarian. You've flipped him up quite high, haven't you? Uh, Jared. The real Australian entry, Denmark. You've got her very high. I like that. You're definitely easily the highest. Wow, that's that's a big call. All right, I've got Bulgaria at fifth as well um, with you there, Alex. Uh, fourth position, I'll say I've got Romania. They were my smoky beforehand. I said they're the real dark horse to take it, but I still think they're going to finish quite high. Uh, who have you got at fourth, Alex? I have Moldova at fourth. Moldova. Jared? Sweden. Sweden. Awesome. All right, let's go into the top three. Who's taking out the bronze, Alex? Portugal. Portugal. All righty. Jared, who's got the bronze? Bulgaria. Bulgaria. Okay. I've gotten Belgium. I'm easily the highest for the build. I don't particularly like the song, but I'm just going on the fan vote there. So, uh... Let's take it up. All right. Second. Okay. I'm looking here at our entries. So I can see the two you've got left, Alex. I can see the two you've got left, Jared. Clearly see the two I've got left. Who's the runner-up? Let's start with you, Jared. I hope, and I really hope this is right, Italy. Oh, okay. Alex, who's the runner-up? Romania. Oh, interesting. My runner-up. Is also Italy. Wow. We've got the same winner here, Jared. Tell us your winner. 
Uh, it is the fabulous Portugal, yep. and this would be perfect. Yep. They've never won. Come on, exactly. give them the win. I just think it's so, just the song, just the live performance. You know, we've got Twitchy Hobbit. I just was swayed by the live performance. I really was. And it looks like Italy, if this is the case, what is it, two out of the last three years they've gone in as a favourite and not won. So, uh, Alex, so I, I can see who your winner is. Uh, you might help them over the line, though. <laughs> Tell us your winner. Italy. There you go. All right, he's sticking with the favourite. Sticking with the gorilla. So <laughs> I picked. Yes, I picked the two. It's it's the gorilla, and I think the Wiggles are singing backing tracks, looking at it as well. <laughs> yeah. so, I mean, I don't know how you can't win. Look, so we can claim this is our entry too, then. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure we could look at all of these entries and claim some sort of Australian connection. Um, I mean, let's be honest. Italy. I remember when these were first kind of being, you know, shown. That I think was touted as a winner back in like January, wasn't it? Like they basically said, "This has got it." Um, and I think we kind of went over this. That it's been a long time. I feel since the outright favourite has gone on to win. Because even when Sweden won the other, I mean, that kind of changed. I feel in the betting in the days in the lead up to it. But that was the year that Italy had that opera one, wasn't it? That was really touted as favourite. And then Han sort of took over in the semis. So um, look, I would I would be happy if Italy won. I guess let's I guess we look, uh, there are our predictions, but. I would be happy if Italy won. I'd be happy if Portugal won. Obviously, Romania. You know, Sweden. I like Swede song. Um, you know, Hungary. Sort of ones like I've got in my top 10. Jared, looking at your top 10, who are the ones I guess that you'd be most satisfied with? Not just necessarily your predictions, but, you know, you, you mentioned kind of there you'd be happy, I guess, if Portugal won. Yeah, Portugal. Um, and then even, I don't mind Bulgaria. I know he has a punchable face, <laughs> but I don't mind the song itself. So, and I, they've never won either. So, I just want somebody different to win who's never won it before. All right. Alex, it, it was sort of your your ones there that you kind of would like to see win, I guess? Uh, was it besides Italy where I want to see the gorilla just celebrate like crazy? Like, it, has to just, it has to stay in the suit the entire count. Um, <laughs> I think I would love to see Romania win just for the pure yes. yodeling meets hip-hop. I think that would be amazing. And I would love to see the Moldovan saxophone yes. just get over the line as well. I think that would be incredible. They're probably the three for me I'd love to... Um, I'd love to see it up. Well, just just on Italy, they haven't won it since 1990. They've only won it twice in their history. Uh, they got close a couple of years ago with the Opera Ice Volvo, whatever they were, or Volvo. They got second in 2011. So in the last uh, you know seven years, they've gotten a silver, a bronze. They've also been seventh, ninth, sixteenth, uh, and twenty-first. So probably out of the big five, you might even argue that they're the most consistent, wouldn't you say? Uh, I know Germany has won it in the last sort of seven years. They're kind of the last of the big five have actually won it, but. Um. Yeah, I'd, I'd just kind of briefly going over these stats. I'd say Italy at least has been the most consistent out of those five. But I, I'm with Jared. I think what we mentioned the other day with the big five, what did you say? Like the, the lowest place one should have to go back through and, you know, how is, again, how is Sweden not a part of this? <laughs> like, you know, they, mm. they are basically the kings of Eurovision. I know Ireland's won the most, but... Everyone thinks Sweden when it comes to Eurovision. They've always got a great song every year, you know, hands down. So, anyway, there we go. There are our choices. So, just I'll, I'll, I'll go over just our, our top 10s. I won't go over all 26. So, uh, my top 10, I've got Portugal, Italy, Belgium, Romania, Bulgaria, Sweden, Netherlands, Moldova, Hungary, Israel. Uh, Jared, you have gotten here. Portugal, Italy, Bulgaria, Sweden, Denmark, Azerbaijan... Romania, Hungary, Moldova, and Israel. Alex, you have gotten Italy. Uh, then you have gotten Romania. Uh, <laughs> I've got these. Uh, Portugal, uh, Moldova, 
Bulgaria. Sixth, you've got Croatia. <laughs> Seventh is Azerbaijan. Eighth is Sweden. Ninth, you have gotten the UK. Shame on you. <laughs> I argue they are they are the most consistent in Eurovision. They are consistently crap. Good call. Good call. <laughs> and you've got Norway intent. So uh, as of right now, we will either be recording our wrap-up in either Sunday evening or Monday evening. We are not 100% sure yet, but stay tuned. We might all be too tired Sunday evening, but we'll see how we go. Uh, but uh, are we, Alex, are you going to get up 5am to watch it or do you watch it during the day? Um, I think I'm busy all Sunday, so I'll probably have to get up early to watch it, I reckon. Mm, all right. Jared, I, n- I don't even need to ask you. You've already set the alarm, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, got to get up early to um, break the bank, sending in all those votes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. We'll be, we'll be voting for sure. And just a reminder, if you are listening to an Australia, and again, remember, we can vote, people. It's not just, hey, I was like, is there? Great. We actually get to vote. We get to vote. So uh, vote for all you these winners you want to get over the line and uh, let's celebrate the fact that we're in Eurovision because I feel this isn't going to last forever. I kind of feel one year they're just going to be like, hey, guess what, guys? You're not in it anymore. So <laughs> particularly when we send shit like we do this year. Uh, so- I mean, if we su- I think if we survive to next year, then we kind of can be in there forever because if- we can't send anything worse, can we? Oh, well, I mean, what's Nikki Webster doing? Uh, we went over this the other day, Jared. A really logical choice next year. Look, uh, look I, I shouldn't even joke about that. I would gladly see Nikki Webster in Eurovision. That is not even a joke. Um, so, <laughs> could be worse. Because as long as they're iconic and bad, well, it exactly. makes it okay. Exactly. She could send, like, she could do, like, a, a Portuguese version of Strawberry Kisses or something, you know? Like, I don't know how that would be. That's my goal for Sunday, is to translate the lyrics of Strawberry Kisses into Portuguese and sing it on air because uh, I'm closing out I actually realised I didn't do this the other day Jared what we did two years ago is close out every episode by me saying goodbye in a, a different European language so I've, I've come prepared this time uh, I'll get to that in a minute but Alex pleasure to have you here we hope that you are on our final episode we'll see how we go but uh, it's good to have you back it's good to have your voice as I said at the beginning it's been a while since I've heard your voice on any of our shows but uh, it's good to, good to catch up yeah, fingers crossed I'll be there. Thanks, Ben. Not a problem. And Jared, uh, what? how many hours have we got now? You should know this probably. What are we up to, about 30 hours to go, 36 hours? Yeah, that sounds about right. Alrighty. Well, I'm going to close this out in Portuguese, given that uh, that's my tip to win, Jared's tip to win, Alex's, I think you're runner-up, wasn't it? So uh, apologies to my Portuguese listeners, our Portuguese friends, who I have no idea if we have any, but uh, you're not, we're not going to after I say this. Obrigado por ouvir a Eurovision. Voltaremos depois da final para Resatiplacayo final e pensamentos sobre a Eurovision 2017. Atla mia nema e ben e provete o filme de semana e assista e final a vamos para Portugal. I'm a golden boy, come here to enjoy. I'm the king of fun.